eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Breaking down the questions you need answers to. Why are there so many Batman? Batman. Why is there so much incest? You are listening to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Although we didn't win, you know, championship in, in that big, uh, the big scheme of things, um, I don't consider my time there a failure. Um, you know, I helped rebuild that team at the time uh, when I came in. Um, and, you know, um, I left it better in, in that sense. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm very ecstatic with my time there. But like I said, I'm excited for the future and what it holds for me. This is three doors down. I was going to say, oh, it's not Nickelback, okay. but I, I couldn't come up with who it's, it was. It's like a Nickelback cousin. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kissing cousin. <laughs> I was going to say, a cousin they might have made out with, yes. Uh, so it's Jones and Mego with Arkan. I'm sorry, without Arkan for one more day. We don't know where he is. Here we on don't know w- if he's yeah. coming back tomorrow or next Tuesday. He's in Forsberg land. Don't you kind of think, like, it's a non-zero chance that we're going to wake up tomorrow and he's going to be like, guys... I'm stuck in Denver or something like that, right? Like, oh, aren't you kind of bracing for that? Totally. Look, the last the last picture I saw of Arkan, he had tagged three people that were all DJs. <laughs> like, I'm not making that up. He's out in, he's out west with a bunch of DJs. Like, is DJs kid, in their 40s. Is he kid and wife free? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's why I don't think he's coming back. Oh, uh, that's, I would want to get, I would want to get stuck too. I think he's just out in the mountains with DJs. That's so, that's so great. If you're just, if you're just out with your college buddies, even if, you know, they're a bunch of dweebs. If you're out with your college buddies and no wife, no kid, that's how do you beat that? You can't beat that. That's as good as it gets. It's as good as it gets when you're late 30s, I was almost say, in your 40s. I don't, like, really know because that's my life every day. So. No, but it's but it's 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 so good. I So I, I don't blame if he If he stays an extra day, I wouldn't blame him. I mean, I'd, I'd call him out on it, but I wouldn't blame him. Uh, anyway, we'll get to your phone call, 617-779-7937. I'll scratch the uh, Marcus Smart itch. I, I spent a lot of time over the weekend watching his introductory press conference in Memphis. He had a subsequent interview, and we'll get to all that coming up. Uh, but we'll do that in a little bit. Just know that he doesn't think his tenure in Boston is a failure. 
even though he literally played more games in a Celtics uniform than anybody ever to not win a championship. I mean, that's that. That to is that me the, is that the final entry to the DPOY database. Yeah, I mean, that's it's. Well, I've known that one for years, but okay. yes, I think I'll give Chris Gasper credit for this one because I think Gasper's door yes, entry. Gasper, I think, has been all over that one for uh, a couple of years now. But yes, that I, I, that seems to be like the definition of failure when everybody else who played that many games before you in that organization won a title, and you're the only one who didn't. It seems like it was kind of a failure. It's just kind whatever. of the trend in the NBA now. It goes back to the Giannis press conference. It's not a failure, right? It's a good point. You don't fail in the NBA. You know anymore. what? I hadn't even you made that connection. Fail, you just don't win as much. In Marcus Smart's defense, he wasn't as embarrassing as Giannis in that press conference because Giannis was just embarrassing. I thought Giannis was fascinating in that press conference because I thought he was being that. That's because one thing I'll say about Giannis when he's not doing his like chicken basket <laughs> shtick and his yeah. dad jokes. He does show you the, who he really oh, is. Oh, no, no, no. I think Giannis really you, feels like, that way. That's just insane. I know, but I think it's most of the time you don't see who people really are at the podium. So I thought that was fascinating. I'm not saying it was the right thing or the right attitude, or I would want the attitude of that from my Supermax star, who, by the way, I did leave one person off the list when oh, we good. were just going through Supermax contracts and when they were signed. That would be Towns and the Timberwolves. He signed that July 1st. July so 1st. again, it would be nine days ago. The equivalent. Yeah, it's true. I keep saying 10 just for effect, I guess, or just because I'm bad at math, one or the other. But yes, nine. Nine days ago, that would have been signed. So for all the Celtics beat writers going, it's going to get done. What are you worried about? Why are you freaking out? What? There's nothing to see here. Nope. All those supermaxes, Mego just went through them. Steph Curry, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns, blah, 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 blah. They all were done by now. Every single one of them. So why isn't this one? Uh, Evan's in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Evan. Yeah, you're making a false comparison. What's the difference between Jalen Brown and all the guys you're talking about? They're all the number one guy, especially Lillard and Beal are like number one without question. If everybody, if, if Tatum is the number one guy, Jalen's the only guy on that list in line for that kind of money. Who's okay, so, clearly not so the Evan, number one guy. He's still eligible for a super. Yeah, Evan. So let me, let me just say this. Cause question. Evan, it's not a bad point. It's not a bad point. I don't think it's a reason to hold it up this much, but let me ask you with Jason Tatum next summer, when is he going to sign it? <laughs> I, I can't even think about the money. I mean, you would oh, come on. It's going to gonna be, be July 1st. Evan, the money Jason, Tatum, right Jason Tatum will sign July 1. Mark it down. That Jason Tatum Supermax will be done July 1. Now, he's not wrong. It'll be 12.03 in the morning. Right. All, the, all these other players were the number ones on their team, although I think there's a bit of a gray area with Booker. Uh was Booker now is clearly uh, the best Suns player. I think like even a, more than Durant. If you're a total hoop head, you probably thought that Booker was the one last year, but most people probably would say Chris Paul. Well, though. yeah, and I'm, I'm saying when he signed it, what year did he sign his extension? 22. 2022. Okay, that's more recent than I thought, but still, was Paul the number one player on that team? Maybe, maybe not. So there's at least a gray area with him, but fine. It's a fair point. That doesn't mean you hold it up this far. Like, I, Like, fine, he's not the number one, but you don't give it to him? All, the point is, it's a Supermax, the guys earned it. So uh, you either give it to him or you don't. The only one to reject it was Kawhi. And so unless you think Jalen Brown is Kawhi, and, you know, Kawhi has some odd sensibilities, maybe Jalen does as well. Unless you think that's what's going on, where Jalen is, like, hesitant because he doesn't want to commit to the city of Boston, which is not what I think, but I'll allow for it. You could be right. Maybe that's what's going on. Maybe it's not the team and maybe it's Jalen. It's possible, but that's not what I happen to believe. Unless that's what you think, the team should have given him the offer by now. It should be done by now. 
Yeah. The only hang up I would have would be the no trade clause. You wouldn't give it to him. And but I think you would have ironed that out by now. Yeah, me, I wouldn't me too. I wouldn't give it to him. I would definitely give it to him. I would not. If it's the difference between having I know, him and not I know your feelings on no trade clauses. Yeah. I just think that essentially then you're doing a Bradley Beal deal and I hate that deal and I can't renege on that. Okay. But consistent, Jones. Yeah, I mean that is consistent, but just they were still able to trade him. He had a no trade clause and you're still able to trade him. So your issue is the money, not the no trade clause. Because he wanted out. I don't know that you'll be in a situation where Jalen I, I know everybody thinks like Jalen's gonna want I got out news for after you. a year. If Jalen has if Jalen has a no trade clause or doesn't have a no trade clause and he wants out, he's gonna be able to get out. Guys don't need no trade clauses in that league. They can withhold services and say, Yeah, guess what? I'm not gonna be happy here, I'm not gonna play here, so get rid of me. Yeah, he doesn't need a no trade clause to do that. Send him out. I don't care about if he wants out or not. Then, I, I'm worried about if you want then I think to send it's, him out. Then I think it's easy to influence the player. And that's what I think. Like, people are like, ooh, the, the no trade clause, the no movement clause for Linus Allmark. Yeah, tell him you're going to play Swayman more. Tell tell Jalen he's going to stand in the corner on offense, and you're going to accentuate Porzingis and Tatum. And now, now Jalen, you're the number three option. Well, and everything. I'm just saying, I think it's messier when it's probably a point where you could have some other bargain. Okay, but you know what's you know what's not messy? Giving him the extension now, Mego. It is messy. It's (laughs) It's already messy because we're nine days in. So give him the extension, and then cross the bridge of a no trade clause, which I think is really easy to figure out when you get there. Uh, Let's go to Steve in Fall River on our Belichick and Shula discussion. Go ahead, Steve. Bill Belichick has one Hall of Fame quarterback, and that's the anomaly. What Bill Belichick has to realize is the longer he keeps coaching, he's going to have a plateau up with Brady, and he's got all of his 500 around it. Now, the stat that you have to look at for Dodd Schuler is he had three Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So what's the story? That doesn't. He had his record... Don Shula's record without Hall of Fame quarterbacks is like 75 and 40. Yeah, so Steve, but you, so again, you can play this game all day. And it's like, but Shula never won with Marino. And if Bill had Marino, would Bill have won? I don't know. In that era, probably. I mean, I, I just, I, my answer is I don't know. Uh, but I would, I would lean towards Marino was a choker and, and probably not. But if you believe he would have, then, then fine. That's a big, big mark against Shula. You couldn't win with arguably the greatest quarterback of that era. That's a big mark against him. Fine. At the end of the day, he still had a higher winning percentage than uh, Bill Belichick, and he never had Brady. He had Marino. He never had Brady. And I think we'd all take Brady over Marino. So, again, I say this about, like, Phil Jackson. Like, is Phil Jackson the greatest coach of all time? I don't think so. He had Jordan, and he had Shaq, and he had Kobe. And so, like, that's pretty fortunate. But even if you even if you give him credit for what he did with the Lakers, and at least he did it again, unlike Bill, at least when Phil Jackson lost Tom Brady, uh, or Michael Jordan, rather, he went on to win again elsewhere, multiple championships. Like, Bill, Bill can't say that. And so that just doesn't do much for me. You had the greatest player of all time, and then you won a whole bunch with him, and you sucked without him. That doesn't do a whole much for me. That's all. And it turns out he's closing in on the all-time losses list. As we learned this weekend, maybe others knew it. It was news to me. And I'm still kicking myself for not knowing that, Mego. I'm ashamed of myself. At the end of the day, it comes down to the winning percentages. When you look at the winning percentages, and I think that is probably the most accurate well, ranking system, unless you just want to purely look at championships, yeah, which well, is fine. I Championships, look, matter a lot. But when he hasn't done anything without Brady. Just, you know, eight rings. Yeah, well, when he hasn't done anything without Brady, I just think it's harder to take just the championship seriously. But the reason I think wins are important, uh, winning percentage rather is important, is just because people keep texting it. Well, Shula, Shula only had 12 and 14 game seasons. And so, of course, Bill's going to catch him on the losses. No. 
Shula had a higher winning percentage than Bill, so it's not about that. 617-779-7937. We'll get to your feedback here if you want to weigh in on Bill closing in on the losses record much sooner than he's going to close in on the wins record. Go ahead. What's the holdup on Jalen Brown? Who are we blaming for the holdup on Jalen Brown? Is it Jalen or the team? Spoiler alert, it's the team. I don't Is think they want Vegas? to pay him. Is uh, it Vegas? I don't think it's Vegas. It's not like he's playing in Summer League. I heard at the beginning of, we didn't play it, but at the beginning of the Forsberg uh, clip, he threw some party for yes. all the Summer League players. Yes, an NBA PA uh, party, yes. Is that like, are they, I'm sorry, are the actual players from the Summer League going to that party? Probably. That's got to be the worst party because are they actually partying? They have know. to go and make their, some of them make their debut. I don't know. I think. Did Wemby go? Is that the reason for his, you know, just fart debut? <laughs> There's no other way to describe it. Well, there has, to, know, be. There has to be other ways to There's describe no it than way. that. No, I think there That's are. That's the only way that you can. <laughs> I did very much enjoy the the Britney stands just memeing the crap out of uh, <laughs> Wembenyama for his horrible first game. Now he's better in the second game. Everyone's like, well, he had those five blocks. I'm like, well, he's 7-4. Right, yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. He, okay, you could just taco fall it over there. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Cool, taco had a lot of blocks too. Great. Uh, 617-779-7937. I, uh, did Himmelsbach have an update as well on Jalen Brown? Similar to what Jared Weiss reported, right? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like, ah, nothing to see here? here Yeah, uh, latest on Jalen Brown's extension. This is Adam Himmelswack from the Boston Globe. Talks have continued and there is still hope and optimism. A deal will be finalized soon, but sources said there is still work to be done. Yeah, so what work? I just don't get Does that. Does Jalen have like 15 lawyers on this <laughs> what thing? Work? I mean, seriously. There's no work. This is just so vague. I understand that you're getting what the, the team gives you and what others give you, but there's hope and, hope and optimism. A deal will be finalized soon. Yeah, it's just, again, it's amazing to me when some of those same beat writers go, yeah, yeah I mean, there's, there's still sorting things out and there's still work to be done, but nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Well, is there work to be done or is there nothing to see here? If there's work to be done, then there's something to be seen. And why isn't that work done? That, that's the question you should be asking yourself. Himmelsbach and Weiss and everybody else. Uh, can I hear more Marcus Smart? I, I spent a lot of time, Mego, because I'm me. I spent a lot of time going through this over the weekend. Dude, what is your weekend? Let me... Uh, is this what you did when your wife and child went to somebody's birthday party? Uh, so, uh, not even joking, yes. You sat they, home yes, and when did I, this? When I, when, I, when I wriggled out of going to a, a, a child's birthday party over the weekend, this is exactly what I did. So, Marcus Smart, I played you a clip from his big press conference. He also did a, a, a side press conference, uh, or a side interview, rather, with uh, Chris Vernon, who I happen to be a fan of Chris Vernon's work. And so I said, okay, well, let me watch this interview. I know he's pretty funny. Let me watch the interview and see how it goes. And, uh, well, he asked Marcus Smart about, uh, well, his emotions and whether or not he's shed any tears since leaving Boston. Did you cry? I did cry. You did? I have cried. I have cried. You know, I've cried uh, because, you know, um, the special relationship I had with the guys, you know. Um, I grew up with Jalen and Jason, you know, uh, their whole career. Um, and all those other guys, even Al, you know, and, uh, you know, we, like I said before, a lot of those guys, Al, Jalen, and a couple of Jason and those guys, when my mom passed away, they were there, you know, so uh, they've been through, been through tough times with me, so it was tough. Um, and, and not only that, I've been there my whole life, uh, so that was tough, but um, I also cried because I was excited uh, as well because now I get to, you know, like I said, start a new journey in my life. You know, um, I've done everything that I could do with that team. Um, you well, know, Jalen and Jason are great players, and now it's, you know, their time to, to really, you know, grow into their own. And, um, you know, that's okay. That's what it is. But like I said, it was just tough leaving those guys. Okay. So he's done everything he could have with those guys. One glaring omission, yeah. I would say. 
Uh, and and with, with maybe all, that's his way of saying he was never going to win with them. Maybe, maybe that is uh, an acknowledgement. Wouldn't that be very self-aware? That would be self-aware. Uh, but I, I get that Marcus Smart is crying. Uh, the whole city's devastated, according to him. I Mego, just like as we talked about of him last week, having the sad cry that turns into a happy cry. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's not. They're not just sad tears. They're also happy tears about being excited to go to Memphis. But it's just, yeah, of course he's crying. The whole city's devastated, according to him. People are running up to him on the street. We played you this audio last week. People are running up to the street uh, onto him on the street bawling their eyes out because he's no longer a Boston Celtic. So, of course, he's going to cry You're about it. I get that. You're being a bully right now. Why am I being a bully? what he talks about in that clip is nice. He's talking about well, the some time of it's he, nice. he went through with his family okay. and having the guys on the team That's some of him. what he talked about, which is nice. And I, I have compassion for that. But, like, that's not all he's talking about. He's also talking about happy tears for going to Memphis. And he's talking about accomplishing everything he could have accomplished. Like, that's not all he's talking about in that clip. I have a question for you. Go. Slightly related. Yes. Have you ever cried out of happiness? Me? Yeah. Like, been so well, happy yes. and excited So, yes. Cry? I cry. I mean, I cried when my son was born. So, yes. Oh. I did. I didn't think I was going to, but I did. Okay. I've never done that. Yeah, it was weird. my whole life, it was weird. there's never been something that's made me so emotionally happy and overwhelmed that I've cried. I thought I was going to cry at my wedding. I Most, didn't. Mostly I cry when I'm angry. I kept it together at the wedding. Uh, I cried when my son was born. And I, you know, but, but, but it was like, it was one of those things where like all of a sudden it was like a, it was like a relief thing. It wasn't like the smells. Uh, it was not the smells. <laughs> okay. It wasn't that. Then they had me cut the umbilical cord and I'm like, well, this is disgusting. And I'm like, what was I crying over? Uh, but yeah, I think that's probably the one time I could think of. I was close at my wedding, but I didn't. Terp, you ever cry when you're happy? I haven't. No. It makes me feel like I'm like dead inside. Knowing that even you cry when you're happy. Well, I did once. I want to be more expressive. I cried when Marcus Smart was traded. I did do that. I, was, <laughs> I, I did. I did cry out of happiness for that. Uh, so let me hear. Uh, let me hear a little bit more too, because this this to me may have been the most ridiculous answer from the whole press conference. And again, I watched the full thing. the The coach uh, Taylor Jenkins was there. Marcus Smart was there. Um, this is Zach Clayman, I think his name is the GM for. Uh, I was about to say Vancouver. The GM for Memphis. And I just tell me if you believe this, Mego. Just tell me if you believe. This is how Memphis's offseason went down. This is someone that we have been incredibly excited to bring into this organization. When we took a step back coming out of this last season and said, what are the things that we're looking you know, to add in this group? And you, 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 know, you put out the boxes that you're trying to check. And we're looking for you know, someone who can be the lockdown defender, you know, versatile across positions. You know, we're looking for more playmaking. We're looking for you know, someone who's battle-tested you know, at the highest levels of the NBA. You know, to find someone, and I don't think there's many players, you know, in the NBA, and I think Marcus is the very best of them, who kind of checks all of those boxes. To be able to to bring that that type of player, that type of person into this organization, but much more importantly, someone who also just passes the gut test. You know, Marcus is someone that is is just a flat-out winner. You know, someone who's willed his team, you know, through playoff series, who's been to the finals, who's been to Eastern Conference Finals, you know, many times. This is the type of person that we believe is going to help us really elevate the group and get to where we want to get to, which is winning the first championship in Memphis. So. Okay. Well, hopefully he does better there than he did here. I just, as a guy who passes the gut test, and on top of it, it's just, at anybody they could have had this offseason, that's who they wanted? Like, I just, I find that a little hard to, it's laying it on thick. I know it's an introductory press conference, but like, I find that a little hard to believe. Out of anybody we could have had, no, no one checks all these boxes except for Marcus Smart and the whole league. 
What about Tatum and Brown? They're on the same team. Those guys don't check the same boxes. <laughs> what are you not talking available. about? No, well, they might not be available. That's not what he said. He said there aren't. There aren't. Uh, there's very few players in the league who check all the boxes, and he's at the top of the list. That's what he said. Maybe that's just their personal taste. I guess. You know? I guess. But I just heard that, and I was like, wow. And you should have seen. You should have seen Marcus's face when he said this. You should have seen Marcus light up. It was like exact. Exa- they they may have a little bit of that Celtics thing where it's like they already know you got to make him feel like he is super important and super key and we coveted you and we wanted you and you have to play uh, to that and placate him. And they may already be doing a better job of that in the Celtics because that, that was a wild answer. Well, it seems, I don't know. We'll see it on the court if Ja Morant can get back on the court. That's going to be a huge part of it, but... I hope he's happy there. I hope he does well there. You know, it's just, I'm kind of done with the fond farewells and now the introduction in the Memphis uniform. I just don't really want to see any more about it this, until the season starts. I was going to say, this should be the last one until, like, whatever. You know, they it, they it start kinda, getting they been, start getting intro. It's been too much. Why did it's he, been weeks of this. Why did they wait so long for this? Why did they wait so long to introduce him? Speaking of waiting for a long time on the, the Jalen Brown contract, why did this take so long? I don't know. I'm sure they had to iron out some final details. Porzingis, Porzingis was, happened right away. Porzingis was done like weeks yeah. ago. Uh, 617-779-7937. We'll get back to your phone calls. What's coming up today on Megsplaining? Okay, what's coming up today is something that, I don't know if it just makes me a bad person Ooh. or just an unlikable person. Oh, I like these. But it's something that I struggle with in my everyday life, and I heard someone make a comment about this yesterday, and I was just completely dumbfounded. Okay, that's next in Megsplaining.